Alright, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 111. Um, this f- feels weird. I'm usually holding a microphone. I'm usually... I thought I was like forgetting something when I started this podcast because I usually have something in my hand. Um, but we got a new... I got a new mic, dude, and I got a new stand here, okay? And I stand it. I stand the stand, okay? I'm a stand stand. Stan, Stan, can you do the Stan, Stan? Yes, I can do the Stan, Stan. Here we go, standing the Stan. That's how the song was originally intended to be performed. Um, But yeah, I can do the podcast hands-free now, dude. This is crazy. I've never felt so much freedom in my life. I can do the wave. I can can clap. Um, To those listening on the audio, that wasn't with my hands. That was my butt cheeks. I was clapping with, uh, with my butt cheeks. Uh, while I was sitting down. Um, but yeah, Road fucking, like I said in the last episode, Road was messaging me about sending me stuff. Wasted no time. They sent me a huge box of shit. So this is a Road podcast now, all right? This is a, I'm a Road guy, all right? That's, that's how it, that's how it's going, okay? I'm just a lonely man on the road, all right? I'm on the road again. <laughs> I am on the road again. That's that's what I'm gonna say at the, at the beginning of every podcast because I am on the road. I'm using a road, you know. I'm on the road again. <laughs> on the road again. Spell R O D E. On the road again. Uh, they sent a bunch of shit. It was like they sent three of these microphones. So once I start doing a, um, you know, I can get guests on. Once I get guests, I can use all these microphones and shit. Um, so I'm excited. Shout out Road. Thanks guys. Um, fucking, this is not sponsored by the way. They were just like really nice and they sent me a bunch of stuff. So it's very, I appreciate it. It's very cool. Um, and hopefully it sounds better. Maybe, well, I was using a road before, but maybe this sounds better. I don't know. It sounds better to my hands because I can move them around a lot. But, um, this is episode 111. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to get into some stuff today. I can't get over how this feels more like a professional thing now that now that this is here in front of me. It's crazy. It seems like I'm a it seems like I'm like interviewing like a, a band, you know? On like a radio show and I'm interviewing them. I feel like I should be asking about like inspiration, you know, of like a song. But I'm on a podcast and I can't do that because that would make no sense. Um man, what's been what's been going on, huh? I uh, uploaded a video. Uploaded um, uploaded a video on Monday, right? Yeah, a week ago. I uploaded uh, this video. If you haven't watched it yet, it's about this movie called Goat Story from the Czech Republic. It, it, it's it's had good reception, which is good. I'm always worried, like, like my videos about movies. It's always hard because sometimes it's either really it does really well or it doesn't really do well at all. Well, that's not true. It does okay or it does well. And I, if something does okay to me, it's like, oh, I'm the worst. It's it's terrible. Everybody hates it. Um, but no, people seem to like the goat story one. It, it was fun. I had a lot of fun making it. Um, and it was weird because I I posted the video and like it was unlisted, which means if you didn't know, if you don't know what that means, it's like it's on YouTube. Okay, It's like on YouTube, but like no one can find it. Like you can't search and find it. Like you need the link to actually like watch it. Um, and I do that so I can upload the video and send it to like the brand at the for this video is ExpressVPN. 
So the video was unlisted for like a few days um, while I waited to like hear back from the brand. But like within those few days, I had got a comment on it. And I was like, that's, that's weird. How does, who's seeing this video? Who, how did you, how did you see it? Um, and it was from the movie studio that made Goat Story. So I was really confused. I was like, how did they, how, how did they find it? The comment was something very weird. It was like, okay, hold on. I'll, I'll pull it up really quick. Thanks for analyzing our movie, Goat Story. Thumbs up emoji. I always smile when someone offends over big breasts or small nudity. Is it really such a terrible thing for children? On the contrary, it is completely natural. But for Americans, this false morality is... Pr I'm Canadian, all right? So do your research. <laughs> This false morality is probably all to show the breast is terrible, but the fact that the problem in every American animated film is solved by violence, someone puts someone in their mouth, they fight together, is completely okay. I don't know what they meant at the end there. Um, I, I'd, they're probably too busy looking at some big boobies to, to, to actually let me know what they were thinking, but and that happens to the best of us, or to the breast of us. That happens to the breast of us. Um... No, obviously, I think, I mean, I don't know if English is the first language, so anyway, I'm not trying to fucking be an asshole about that. I don't care, but um, I get that what they're trying to say. They're saying that, like, it wasn't a big deal that they, show some, they showed some boobies um, and some suggestive things in the movie because in America, there's just violence everywhere, and that's fine. But literally, there's so much violence in the ghost story. Like, that's... The guard tried to cut the little ki tried to kill the little kid when he swung his little weapons. So I feel like that's pretty offensive, right? If you're trying to murder a child, but I don't know. You know, they had um Oh yeah, an old man's eyeballs were cut out of his skull. So that's pretty violent. Um and that was how they and they said that that's every problem is solved in American movies with violence and they were solving a problem in the in that movie with violence. Even though it's like a, that's a real thing that happened. It was based off a true story. Obviously, the guy didn't have, obviously a goat didn't hang, hang, sacrifice himself and get hanged or hung um, in real life. But you know what I mean? Some of it was real. <laughs> I don't know, man. And that was weird because like they didn't copyright claim the video at that point. They were, I was just like, oh, I'm in the clear, dude. I can sit back and, you know, I'm, and it's all good because it's fair use. And then, uh, and then the video's up for like a day and a bit, and then they copyright claim it, which is weird, because the video, their comment, started with being like, "Hey, thanks for thanks for analyzing the the movie. You know, we don't really, we don't agree with everything you said, but you know, thank you." Um, so I thought I was in the clear, dude. I thought they were like okay with what I was doing, and then, bang! A few days later, they're like, "Fuck you, we're claiming this shit, bro. Fuck you, sir. Hey, you know the thing you spent." hours and hours on making you're not making any money from it even though we spent years making the goat story and we didn't and we lost a half a million dollars so i guess we need to make our money back somehow <laughs> so it's fair i get it it's all good um and that's why i got brand deals man that's why i got brand deals in my videos because sometimes that shit happens even though it's fair use i disputed their claim they were like nope Sorry, fuck you, sir. And if you disagree one more time, we're gonna strike your channel because you because you're the creator and you get no say in this. 
which I think is pretty annoying. I mean, but I was commenting on it. You know, this could, I don't, and I don't want to turn into a big thing, but I don't know. People were, people were like, you know, complimenting the video. It's it, people like it, so I'm happy. Okay, um, and I want to go to Prague. Okay, I'm gonna go to Prague. I really want to go to Prague and see the big clock because it's real. It's a real thing. All right, I want to go to the big clock. I want to get oh fish in the mouth, and and I want to become best friends with the goat, and that's gonna happen. All right, but it's just it's sad because my goat story had a bad ending. Do you, you hear what I said? I, I said my goat story had a bad ending. Goats say bad, right? Or is that sheep? I don't know. Who knows? I'm a goat in sheep's clothing. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. I'm a goat in sheep's clothing, okay? You better oh, watch out. Or I might dress up as a big boobed girl and hang myself. <laughs> so dumb. What else? What else I've been up to? Been uh, been golfing a bunch, you know, as usual. Very okay. I, I did. I booked a solo tee time because I wanted to just golf by myself. Um, but I ended up getting paired up with this old man, this older man last week. Um. Uh, obviously, we stayed six feet, or well, more than six feet apart. I didn't go close to him. We had our own golf carts and everything. Um, but there's this old man named Doug, and he was something else, man. <laughs> he was really something else. He was like, we played one hole, and uh, he hit his ball like pretty left of the green, and it was like down in some like long grass. So he was looking through the grass, and he found like a bunch of other people's balls. And then he was like getting pissed off. <laughs> he was like, these are all terrible balls. You know, you're playing, you're playing this course. You better play top of the line shit. And I was like, hey man, they're all, they're all small and white and they're all going to work just fine. You know, like golf is already such a, a gatekeepy type thing. You know, it's like people like I just, it's pissed me off so much. It was like that too when I was caddying and it was just like people like who were just old as fuck, <laughs> like so old and they just had the hugest barrels on them and they were just like hardly hitting the ball and it's like, hey man, it's fine. Just have fun. You know, they're like, well, I have to use the best balls. I have to use the best equipment. Hey man, fuck you. Just have a good time. Right? Like I was, I was some guy fucking, some old guy chirped me when I was playing golf a few weeks ago because my because my shirt wasn't tucked in. Oh, hey, man, are you getting married today? No, you're not. Are you getting married at the golf course? Are you marrying one of your clubs? Bro, if I see your... Hey, man, I'll I'll tuck my shirt in if I see, if I see you and your seven iron in a beautiful gown. I'll tuck my shirt in all day, bro, because respect to you and congratulations. But if you're just playing golf, if you're just having a day out, oh, man, I'm not tucking my shirt in, bro. Fuck you. I hated that shit, man. Some some old guys are just like, well, this is the way it's done. This is the way it needs to be done. This is a this is a gentleman's game. No, man. It's not a gentleman's game. The amount of times I've heard that, and then five minutes later, they shank a fucking drive into the water, and they're like, fuck! Fuck this fucking game, man. Piece of shit. And they, and they whack their club on the ground. That's not a very gentlemanly thing to do, man. 
That's your wife. <laughs> you just smashed your seven iron against the ground. That's your wife. <laughs> and she's an absolute seven, by the way. Good job. <laughs> Literally. Your wife's a seven iron. Oh, man. It's just so funny. Because, like, you could tell, like, he was, and then another thing with Doug, he was like, this was, like, halfway through the round, and he was like, so what do you do? What do you do? He's, no, this was, this was his wording. He's like, so what do you do where you can have a, um, a Thursday afternoon free? And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> uh, and then I explained, I'm a, I'm a YouTuber, I make YouTube videos. And then he's like, oh, that's great. I don't understand, I don't understand any of that. I don't know how that works. Um, and then, uh. And then I told him my name and like what I do. And then next hole, next hole, he's playing one of my videos on his phone and while I'm there. And he's not laughing, so that's great. And obviously you can't, it's like a 20 minute video. You can't like consume that. We're golfing, man. It's just so awkward. I hate when people do that shit. If they're watching, hey, if you're watching my own stuff while I'm there, just fucking hit a golf ball as hard as you can straight at my fucking head and knock me out, okay? I'd rather be knocked out than to live through that. No, thank you. My hair looks fucking gnarly, bro. I'm getting a haircut on Friday, so I need that desperately. What else did I get up to, man? I went to a protest on Saturday. Me and Jenna went to a uh, um, Black Lives Matter, um, you know, anti-police protest put on by Not Another Black Life. Um, in Toronto, it was really great. It was the first, uh, protest I went to. Um, we wanted to go to the ones in the past, but, um, it was just scheduling and stuff. And, um, there was a few times where we, we the, were like planning on go to one and then the day would pass and be like, oh, we fucking, I thought it was, yeah, I don't know. It was just a whole other thing, but we, we went to one and it was, it was, it was great. I, um, it, it was hard not to get you know, emotional at the end, um, you know, because you hear these, being a white person with, you know, a white, a straight white cisgendered male, I mean, I, it's hard to even, to even think about what, um, people of color go through on a daily basis, um, so it was, Especially at the end, like the end, uh, we ended the end of the demonstration, like at the like police headquarters in Toronto, where they have like a police museum, which is weird. I feel like museums should be a thing for like cool shit, right? Like a plane museum, a music museum, a police museum. Cool, man. Here's where we, here's where we uh, over policed um, this uh, low income community. And this is this, and right here is actually where we murdered a, an innocent man in cold blood. So, yeah, that'll be $20. Um, it's just fucking so dumb. And here's the trough that we eat out of every day because we're a bunch of little oinkers. Um, but no, man, it was just, there was like an old, um, an older person who, uh, who, who did a speech at the uh at the end of it and was just it was just frustrating because it's like they were like i've been i've been in canada for like f almost like like for like 45 years and the fact that i've been fighting the same fight for so long and i haven't seen like any changes it's bullshit and it's 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 
I don't mean to start this. I don't. I don't mean to get you know super serious on this comedy podcast, but like, man, it was. It's tough, man, and I feel like we need to, you know, work harder. And this is why I'm, you know, I, I, I need to be more vocal and do more, and I, I will. Um, but yeah, I'll leave some links in the description for, you know, some some things about education, about uh, Black Lives Matter, and and um, you know, what's the problem with policing today? And but yeah, if you're able to, you know, go to a protest, you know, use your platform if you got one. Tell your friends, educate people, and you know, let's try to fucking. Do some cool stuff, you know? Do some cool stuff, I said. Jesus Christ. Um, should we get into Curtis Corner? We're like 17 minutes in, 16 minutes in. Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time for the Curtis Corner. So let's hear that jingle. Hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. Hey, it's Curtis Corner. All right. It's the Curtis Corner time. And with me again is the podcast, probably the best podcast producer this side of the Mississippi. It is oh. <laughs> it is Jacob Shaw. What's good? Welcome back, Curtis, to, well, it's your corner. Yeah, so. don't welcome, yeah, don't welcome back, welcome back to you. <laughs> How dare you? Thank you. I feel great being in the Curtis corner, good. to be honest with you. Okay, good. And you know, it's been kind of a heavy week. Yeah. You know? Some yeah. some things have happened this week. I feel like um, it's been kind of a rough one for everyone. So I have some really good news. Fortunately. Okay, good. This is what we need. Yeah, it is what we need. Um, I know that you miss doing stand-up. I, and yes. I know the people miss seeing your stand-up shows. Well, actually, there's some good news. Okay, um, good. Stand-up is back. No way. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's 100% back. With a vengeance. Um, back with a vengeance in New York specifically, which, you know, Stand-up home, yep. stand-up capital of the world. <laughs> uh, stand-up is 100% back with no exceptions except for a few. Okay, so um, it's not 100%. <laughs> it's, it's actually 100%. Okay. <laughs> so the deal is um, the club Stand-Up New York. I don't know if you've ever played Stand-Up New York. I haven't. Great, great club. Shout out to them. They're mm-hmm. bringing stand-up back again 100%, except... <laughs> It's outdoors. That's number one. Okay. You keep saying 100%, but then you keep saying these other uh, things that make it seem like it isn't 100%. No, it's a, I actually know for sure what 100% means, oh, and okay. this is that. However, um, just a few things that are not part of that 100%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's outdoors, uh, oftentimes during the day. Okay. Uh, what else? They You don't get a mic because they didn't, they didn't go for the amplified sound permit so no mic okay um what else what else uh the the shows keep getting <laughs> shut down because they're not allowed to be there that's the other thing uh, okay. this isn't allowed so um so it's, i guess in a way it's sort of like zero percent yeah <laughs> yeah so pretty much when you think of stand up and all that it that all that it has none of it's there none yeah, of the you know, uh, aside from that yeah none of the <laughs> none of the none of the intimacy None of the, um, you know, the lighting, the the environment that sort of encourages laughter. Um, none of that's there. It's in reality, it's someone just screaming jokes in public. <laughs> it, it's just, I mean, I'm looking at photos of it right now, and it's just a guy looking at a group of people spread really far across a park lawn, <laughs> and he's yelling at them. <laughs> yeah, that's no different from just 
New York parks anyway. There's always someone screaming about something, right? <laughs> it's like in a way, the city brought this out of us. <laughs> I bet so uh, what do you think? Would you do this? No chance. I feel <laughs> like there's, there's, this is like that's my nightmare. Like no, like the fact that like you've done stand up before. You know, like when you the. The best part of stand-up is not being able to see people, you know? It's like there's the the lights are so bright, and, like, if someone doesn't laugh, you don't see that. You hear the people that do laugh, but you don't see the people that don't. But live comedy in outdoors during the day, <laughs> sun is so bright. You see every expression that people make, and also you hear everything else that's going on. You could hear like a breakup that's going on behind you or something. <laughs> there could be a dog pissing on your leg, which you would be probably hilarious. can hear laughter less than you can hear just ambient tone. Yeah. Right. You might hear some chuckles, yeah. <laughs> but in like, do you have to buy tickets? Yeah. There's a suggested donation. So you're not even definitely going to make money from this. Okay. Oh, that is a nightmare. I don't... Yeah. Like, I get missing stand-up and wanting to do it again, but I feel like if you were to come back, if I were to do this, I, that'd ruin stand-up for me. I Like, I wouldn't want to do it ever again. <laughs> yeah, I know for sure that I would never want to do this. Yeah, that's soul-crushing. Um, not having a mic is big to me, because... What yeah. am I putting my hands in my pockets and yelling jokes? <laughs> Just thumbs in the pockets, all cool and laid and back. Then it's, like, do you do do you do bits about the park? You know, <laughs> do you address the elephant in the room? <laughs> yeah. You'd have to. <laughs> I mean, hold on. Okay, some of these photos, the people are holding microphones, but are they just for show? They have to be just for show because I'm reading that uh, none of these shows are permitted to be there. So, so they're the, not allowed to hook up any amplified sound. So these are prop mics. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be worse. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's... Yeah, I don't know. It's the same as like having... If you did someone doing stand-up with like um, one of those headset... Well, Britney Spears mics that are just like... Because like it kind of is the illusion, right. I guess. It's like the illusion of holding... It's like that's what... I guess like... Then like Ricky Gervais perform that way. Yeah. And then like yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. Or there was that other guy that uh what's that other British guy who's like sassy? Oh, the Queen. Yes. <laughs> the Queen <laughs> is the sassy sassiest British guy I've I've ever seen. <laughs> he's like a he like roasts people. Um he's oh, really British. Yeah, Jimmy Oh, Jimmy Carr. Yeah, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Yeah, he's like fuck, fuck your mum, you know. Right. <laughs> he's fuck your mum. <laughs> I think he just destroyed his career. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I can do Jimmy Carr no problem. I'll drive a Jimmy Carr all day. So, what do you think the conditions would have to be for you to want to do stand up outdoors? Period. Um. So, like, can I do like a tent? I feel like a tent would be fine. Hmm, that's not a bad idea. If you did, because like, that's still outdoors, you could you could have like a roof, you know. It'd still be at nighttime, so it'd be kind of dark. Um, maybe an 
a park outdoors at nighttime isn't the safest place for comedy, but um Right. That does occur <laughs> to me. Yeah. Because I don't want to die while complaining about airplane food. No. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> I wanna die eating airplane food. Exactly. Um it would have to t- it would have to be a nice tent. Um and it would have to be indoors, I think. The the only way for you to get me to do comedy outdoors is for it to be indoors. Yeah, I I think I agree. I I don't know if there's any way I'm doing that. I was asked to be part of an online stand-up show. Yeah. Um, and I would have had to pre-record my set. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like in my mind there's real stand-up, and then below <laughs> that is this outdoor thing below that is zoom stand up <laughs> and 10 notches down is Pre-record. me in my room alone breaking for laughter <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then it's like if no one's laughing it's just like there's long pauses between each joke right and of course e- no one's laughing because they're at home yeah <laughs> you know in their bed watching this on facebook or yeah whatever. Th- at, at the most you're getting a a little breath out of their nose, yeah. Yeah, in quarantine, a nose breath is like a knee slapper. That's the new knee slapper, yeah. Actually, <laughs> when I when I um when I auditioned, if you will, for my um to get into my co- my comedy program and my right, that I went to school for, I had to send in like a self tape for stand up, but I didn't have any like Ooh. in like at like shows, so I just had to like in my dorm room when I was at this other university um, trying to like drop out and go to this college. It was me in this dorm room like recording myself doing my bits and also my roommate was in the room at the same time and he was like playing League of Legends. Did your roommate laugh? He was like no he was playing League of Legends on his computer (laughs) with his headphones in so I was like I'm just gonna do this thing and he was like "All right, man (laughs) and then I and then I uh, and then I left the next day. But I, I wish he was playing it without headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> he's like heckling me while he's playing. You know those videos that are like uh, Frank Ocean, but you're at a party in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Curtis Connor's stand-up, but you're playing League of but Legends. But you're playing League of Legends with your <laughs> with the audio turned down. <laughs> um, okay, so this story ended up not actually being... Like that much of good news, um, right? But it's okay because we have a second story, and this one is actually one hundred percent good news. Okay, <laughs> it's actually really cute. This one is about cats, so it's like, okay. how could this one well I'm, be anything but I cute? I mean, you said last time you said one hundred percent last time for the other story, and this time you just said one hundred percent. So I'm not really sure if you know what one hundred percent means, but um, well, I was like, a, I was a different person then. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've grown. I've done a lot of growing since I've done then. A lot of changing um, in the last minutes. Yeah, I've really taken a look at my actions, <laughs> and I just want to say this is going to be a one hundred percent good story. Okay. Uh. Okay, so this is uh, coming out of Sedalia, Missouri. Great. And ah, this is cute. What's better than one cat, two cats, seventy-eight cats, who were all found alone and sick inside an unoccupied house? 
and it looks like the walls were covered in mucus and snot <laughs> and uh they had to all be forcibly dragged out of there so oh my god it's kind of cute you think that's cute it's like, I mean, you know I mean, they're probably meowing cute. and yeah so oh, me- it looks like that most of them had every single one had an upper respiratory infection oh <laughs> Because there's mucus and snot and cat snot all over the walls. Cover, yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently the walls were just caked in mucus. Like the gum Much wall. Much of it dried. It was like the gum yeah. wall, but, but it was cat mucus. <laughs> yeah, I would dare to say that the worst tourist attraction <laughs> in Sedalia <laughs> is, the, is cat the cat mucus, mucus wall. <laughs> My my favorite quote from this article is um, from Batson, who's the, looks like the head of the animal shelter in town. Mm -hmm. And and Batson said, it was unbelievable the amount of teamwork that happened that day. I have never experienced a situation like that. And I would be okay if I never saw that happen again. Oh my God. (laughs) That's cute. I mean, it's nice that amidst all the mucus, there was some teamwork. That's yeah, good. Apparently an unbelievable amount of teamwork. It was disgusting how much teamwork was going on. <laughs> how do you have that many cats? I don't understand. I, you think at like two or three, they'd be like, okay, I think we're good on the whole cat thing, you know? I actually, I have some insight into it. Okay. Just the other day, I was talking to... Um, one of my friends who used to live near one of these houses that mm-hmm. had like hundreds of cats in it. And I don't know if that's the situation here, but in that house, the lady living there or the lady who owned the house, she lived somewhere else. Yeah. But she would drag stray cats like out of alleyways and just toss them into the house and close the door. Okay. Yeah. So, so they think they're probably doing cruel. something like noble i guess i think it's like some sort of sick collection uh yeah pretty pretty nasty uh i don't think that the cats were getting fed oh no so i guess this ended up not being that cute it had the potential you you, you hear 80 cats and you're like well okay here we go but then not feeding them and sneezing all over the walls it's like the opposite of cute. Yeah. Super cute. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I aim to bring you good news. A, a little, um, <laughs> <laughs> a few moments of relief every week. And yeah, thanks, man. And yeah, a I, lot of respiratory infections this week. I, okay, now here's the real kicker. Would you do stand up in a house full of cats? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'd be more down. I before doing stand up outside, I would do stand up in a house full of eighty cats, <laughs> covered in mucus. I can I can think of a lot of less or more awkward places to do stand up than the the cat mucus house. Right. At least you can, you know. At least you they're, they're going to be responsive for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> you could do crowd work. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, so what's the deal with all this mucus? <laughs> <laughs> Cat Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, what's the deal with airplane food? 
Just the cats like, are like, we've never been we've on an airplane. We've never been on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine looking at 78 cats and being like, so I just got a new girlfriend. <laughs> Any, anybody here single? <laughs> <laughs> what a weird bit anyway. I just got a new girlfriend. Anybody here single? <laughs> are they trying to find a new one that a replacement already? <laughs> I feel like every open mic that I've ever done, it like most of the people's sets will start with them like taking a 30 second pause. Yeah. Before their next joke, and they'll just walk around and then go, like, So I got a new girlfriend. <laughs> she hates me. She fucking hates me. <laughs> I saw on the news today that I got a new girlfriend. <laughs> like, how? It's in the news? <laughs> okay. It certainly made the Curtis Corner the cutest, <laughs> happiest <laughs> news segment in town. Yeah, Jesus. Those are two awesome stories. What percentage would you give them in terms of just being uplifting, fun news stories? Um. Well, seeing as 100% has gained a new meaning this, this afternoon, I think I'm going to have to go with 100%. Best in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Best side of the best side. Best on this side of the Mississippi. But don't get me started well, on the uh, other side of the Mississippi. <laughs> the amount of bits I have on the Mississippi. Oh, I could do a whole stand-up bit in front of eighty cats about it, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you feel recharged by these stories. I am. Thank you. Thanks for the. Thanks for filling us in, everybody. Um, Everybody clap at home for <laughs> for Jacob. I feel like that's the same reception I might get at the park. <laughs> is maybe. me being like, are they clapping? I can't. I don't can't tell if that's clapping or <laughs> a stranger twerking in the background. I don't know. <laughs> could be anything. It could be anything. All right. Well, All right. um, back to you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a a nice. A nice little, uh, nice little visit to the Curtis Corner wasn't depressing at all, um, and it felt great, and it felt great to me. Um, okay, I had an idea. Maybe we in the this could be a reoccurring thing that we do on the podcast as well. I wanted to. Um, I've made videos about different subreddits, you know, getting content from separate subreddits, and I think it'd be fun to go through some subreddits on the podcast. Um, and you know, fucking. Take the piss out of them, dude. Shove a straw into the into the the juice box that is subreddits and just suckle out the piss. Take the piss out of it, all right? Um, this first subreddit that we are gonna look out. Sorry for the graphic thing that I just painted in your head, but um, it's all good. Um, so the first one I wanted to look at is the Reddit.com slash r slash minion memes um because i've always been fascinated with minion memes like you know the ones that like mothers you know like facebook moms will post and it'll just be like i've you better back when i was a kid i, I didn't have a phone like if you agree and then it's like a picture of a, like kevin and he's like wearing a hat and he's like <laughs> um those always make me laugh so i downloaded i saved some good ones and we're gonna go through them and try to make some sense of them, okay? 
So this one we got a, a minion dressed as a caveman, and it's a, and he's all like he's looking all serious. He's like, yeah, right. And he says, uh, I never said I hated you. I just said that if you were on fire, I might consider roasting marshmallows. Big difference. And dude, I could just picture so many moms just keeling over and just fucking laughing so hard at this. Like, I, dude, if Despicable, if the Minions said this shit in Despicable Me, that'd be my favorite movie. If these were actual Minion quotes, quirky Facebook mom posts, that's what they said. But instead, they're just like, you know? You know? That's all they say. In reality, the in reality, if a, a minion meme should just say if you had a picture of a minion and then it says banana, that's a real minion meme. I never said I hated you. I just said if you were on fire, I might consider roasting marshmallows. I th- I know that's probably not a crime, but I feel like that would be a crime. You know, if you saw someone on fire, wouldn't you want to do something about it? I think that means you hate them. <laughs> Maybe that's a joke. I don't know. It's not really funny though. This is a, this is a great one. This is a minion in um he's got his tongue out and he's he's acting all silly and it says if I ever had to run for my life, I am pretty sure I would die. <laughs> <laughs> Who makes these? Like is there whoever like Straight up, whoever made the first minion meme was a true pioneer, a a visionary of sorts. They must have had all these clever little tongue-in-cheek sayings, and they're like, it's missing something. It needs needs some sort of character or drawing to go with it. And then he was like racking his brain. He was like, what the fuck? How can I make these quirky little jokes go viral on, on on the book? You know? And then he was, you know, he was at the movie theater and he's like, yeah, one for Despicable Me, please. And then uh, he was like, he went into the movie and then uh, the first minion popped up on screen and he was like, holy shit. He screamed it and everyone was like, what are you, quiet, I'm trying to watch Despicable Me. And he was like, I fucking got it. And he ran out of the theater and he rushed to his computer and he added all the different minions on it. And then, uh, and then he changed the world. And that man was Stephen Hawking. (laughs) <laughs> Stephen Hawking made minion memes alright tell everyone about tell that everyone right now next time next time you're like exchanging fun facts with people say that be like yo did you know Stephen Hawking made the first minion meme <laughs> yeah he's actually the originator of the minion meme tell people that and they'll they'll believe you um okay this one is probably one of my favorites <laughs> this one is dressed like a Spartan or something it seems photoshopped because I don't think there's ever been a Spartan minion. I just had a little talk with myself, and things didn't go too well. Now I'm freaking grounded. <laughs> I just had a little talk with myself. Things didn't go too well. Now I'm freaking grounded. So you, you've grounded yourself. And then the, the web... And then this... Okay, and then the minions overalls, it says gapbagap.com. So is this an advertisement? Gap ba- gap bagap. Okay, it's not ba- it's not gap bag app. It's gap bagap. Um I don't want to I don't want to go on the website cuz I feel like I'll get a virus. 
Because when you search Gap-ba-gap, Gap-ba-gap, it's all minion memes. Is this the fucking originator? Is this Stephen Hawking's website? Should I click it? I'm really scared. I'll put on my VPN. Okay, never mind. Took too long to load. Those always sketch me up. When a website takes way too long to load, that's that's bad news. You know, a website should just pop up. It shouldn't just be like, hold on, we're getting everything ready. Well, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> just let me just let me see it. They're like, no, no, we gotta we gotta get it all sorted first. You're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna not go. Like, ah, damn, we almost got him. Um. Okay, and this one, okay, we'll look at one more. This one's actually, like, fucking really funny. Um, this is, like, an old minion. He's wearing, he's, like, a, a cane. He's got male pattern baldness. He's got a long beard, so he's an old minion. And it's weird because minions already are bald. So I I don't know why they put just a little bit of hair on the side of him to make him look older, but all minions are bald, right? Bald kings. Are minions born bald? I don't know. What are minions, though? That's the thing. Do they ever explain it? Does Gru ever explain it? I don't know. So, th- But this minion grew some hair. Only on the side. It says, it's B4, not B4. Like the letter B4. It's B4, not B4. I speak English, not bingo. <laughs> and how about you pull your dang pants up while you're at it? And they censored dang with an asterisk. So maybe it means dong. You know, pull your dong pants. Pull your penis pants up while you're at it. Spelled W-I-L-E. <laughs> it's B4, not B4. I speak English, not bingo. It. I'm trying to think of another bingo pun, but I can't. It's G, G6. What is this, a, a, an airplane or a bingo? Even though G6 would never occur because it's too high of a number. And usually Gs are, are higher numbers than six. Idiot bingo noob. I'm a bingo noob. <laughs> I'm an epic bi- I'm an epic bingo noob. Oh man. I haven't played bingo in a while. I gotta do bingo. We should dude. Curtis Town Bingo Hall? That'd be fire. You know all these, you know, all these YouTubers, they're they make these, you know. They do these tours. So dumb. These stand-up tours, so stupid. I'm doing a bingo tour, you know? I'll be the bingo master. I'll call the balls, and everyone will have to get their own bingo card. Dude, that'll be so much fun. And it's going to happen, all right? Bingo. 069, LOL. Um, okay. I wanted to talk. Okay, do we have time for all this, man? I don't know. I've been talking about a bunch of shit. We're at like 40-something, right? Okay, well, let's talk about this really quick, and then we'll do some advice. This might be a long one. Who cares? Um, so this is kind of shitty TikTok of the week, but not really. It's just like an, it also falls into PooTube. So this is like a, a combination of the two. So, okay, there's this... If you guys don't know, there's this guy on TikTok who dresses up like Willy Wonka and does like thirst trap videos. And insane. I know. Um... Because, like, people are actually, like, down for it. They're like, damn, it's, like, actually kind of hot. Which is, it's not even, it's not the Gene Wilder one. It's not the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. It's the the Johnny Depp one. Um, Which makes a little bit more sense, I guess. The Gene Wilder one would be, would be awesome. I'm going to do that. 
I got to start a Gene Wilder rival thirst trap Willy Wonka TikTok account. And I'll talk and I'll say, you lose. You lose. Um, I got an everlasting gobstopper right here for you, dude. <laughs> Ew. Um, but no. Um, all that weird shit aside, do what you want, I guess. But he has like a lot of, he's like millions of followers on TikTok. And then there was this psychic TikTok user um, who like made a video about this Willy Wonka person. Okay, I'll try to find it for the thing. But there was, this t- there was a psychic on TikTok who was saying that this Willy Wonka person, she was like, I'm getting bad vibes from this person. You should unfollow them. They, I think they're like a predator. Okay, I'm psychic. Specifically claircognizance, which is just a gut instinct, but I'm always right. Never, literally never wrong. And the second I saw Willy Wonka, something felt off. Something feels very dark. I also don't know if he's done anything. All I'm going off of is what I feel and what I feel to be true. So just be careful around him, especially if you're a minor. Like a psychic said that. They were like, hey guys, listen, I'm a psychic, okay? Which is, first off, not a real thing. Um, Okay. (laughs) Actually, hold on. I did have a person DM me saying that they're a psychic and they want to give me a reading on the podcast. So let me know if you guys would want to see that. I think that'd be interesting. Um, so let me know. But I don't really believe in that stuff. Um, but who knows? But they're like a psychic TikToker and they're like, listen, this person's bad. I'm getting bad vibes from them and you should unfollow them because I think they're a, ba- a predator and they're a bad person, which is a crazy fucking thing to say. And people were like believing them. Like they're believing the psychic. And listen, I'm like, I understand, I get, I understand like getting bad vibes from people, you know, you look at someone, you're like, oh, something's up with them. That's fine. But like to make a crazy claim like that, that's, and off of vibes, off of vibes. (laughs) Psychics are official, psychics are professional vibe checkers. (laughs) That's their... That's her occupation. It's just so baffling to me. Like, you wouldn't be like, you're under arrest, sir. And they're like, what did I do? What did I do? And then the, doc- and then the, the, and the person's like, yeah, you, ah, you got some bad vibes, all right? Hey, hey what are you in for? <laughs> what are you in for? My vibes are off. Yeah, my vibes are big time off. I, had a, I got vibe checked by, by Lady Justice. <laughs> And now I'm in a now I'm in the clinker, where the vibes are really off. All these prison vibes are whack, bro. I mean, give it a few months. If the if the Willy Wonka person gets exposed for have, for being like a bad person, I'll eat these words. Okay, I'll eat them up. I'll apologize and everything, and I'll be a full on psychic believer. All right. But then I saw the but. But then I saw her face. Then I believed in psychics. Not a trace. This song was in track. I'm in love. Okay, enough of that. I don't need to sing a fucking song on my podcast. But I mean, shout out to uh, that guy pretending to be a, a kid's character. Uh, a character from a kid's movie and then uh, doing the fucking grind on me challenge. <laughs> What if Willy Wonka was actually like that in the movies? 
It's like, welcome to my chocolate factory. And he goes, grind on me. And he does that body roll thing. All the kids would be like, whoa. All the parents would be like, hey, okay, we made a mistake. <laughs> I think we, it's like, hey, we're going to, I think we're going to go. I'm going to take my kid home. And Willy Wonka's just like grinding on the floor. All the Oompa Loompas are like, yeah, all right. And they're like squirting, they're like squirting chocolate on him. And he's like, yeah. Squirt that chocolate on me, and all and all the, all the parents and the children are like all the parents are like covering their kids' eyes like, Violet, Charlie, we gotta get the fuck out. Hey, I know our, hey Charlie, even our fucking rundown house where all of our your old, fucking relatives share a bed. Even that's way better than where we are right now. And then Willy Wonka's like, you probably made a good, you probably made the right choice. All you kids were gonna die anyway. All your kids were gonna fucking die today. And they're like, okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna. We're gonna call the cops or something. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take you down. You're a murderer, Willy Wonka, and you're doing the grind on me challenge. Fuck, that's funny. Imagine like I gotta do there's like another there should be another TikToker account that does that for like other characters. Like the cat in the hat. Like thirst trapping. <laughs> Eighty cats in the hats. In a mucus-filled home. Doing the grind on me challenge. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Okay, let's do some quick advice. Um, And then we'll wrap it up because we've been going a long time. It's so much easier to talk without me holding a fucking microphone the whole time. I just got it right in front of my face. I can use my hands. Okay. Um, All right, so let's read this one. Hey, Curtis. This is very strange and difficult to write, but I feel like you're as good a person as any to ask about this. I have been in a relationship for just over five years at this point. We started dating in high school and were able to move in together a couple of months ago. Congrats. We have been extremely close to the entire time saying I love you to each other after only a couple of months of dating, to openly talking about our mutual desire to get married and have kids in the not-too-distant future. None of that ever scared or worried me because I knew she was the one. All that being said... That sureness has been wavering more recently. I feel slightly less interested in sex, and I find myself slightly excited to have time alone at the apartment. Do you think that I'm just adjusting to living together, having natural apprehension about uh, staring down the potential of lifelong decisions, or is this more serious, and do I really need to consider if I want to be in this relationship forever? I really admire how you speak about your relationship with Jenna and would absolutely love your advice. Um, Good question. That was from... Uh, crate that was from um, Crunch Rap Jimmy and Crunch Rap Jimmy I have a good answer I think um, if this is your first I- I'd say give it time you know you're just moving in you know obviously you're moving in together recently after being uh, together for five years I like um, yeah it's gonna be different I think you know, obviously give time to adapt to the whole situation. Obviously everyone, you're, you're so used to having your alone time, right? And then you, you're changing all of a sudden, you don't get so, you feel like you're not maybe getting as much alone time as you used to. So it's a, it's a big change, man. Um, but it's a big change. And I feel like you should give yourself time to make, to adapt to the changes. I think it's natural to want alone time, you know, I'm sure, um, 
you know, it's natural for everyone. You know, you, you got, you know, you, you, sometimes it's nice to just be by yourself and, you know, do what you got to do, you know. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't jump to the, <laughs> I wouldn't jump to like, should I dump her after five years? Cause I'm feeling a little weird after we moved in together. No, I think moving in is a big thing, you know, um, you know, me and Jenna did it rather early in our relationship and, you know, we were able, it was just the right move for us. I was, we were already spending so much time in each other's houses all the time. So every relationship is different and I just think you need to take some time and, um, you know, and obviously talk, talk to your partner, um, before you make any crazy decisions, you know, you know, check in with them, see how they're feeling, see if you can make any changes, you know, but that's my advice. All right. Um, cause it's a big move, man, dude, it's a big move, but I appreciate you. Thanks for the question. And, uh, I hope that helped. If not, sorry. <laughs> Okay, this one is from Burrito Bill. Um, I'm 15 and my mom has a boyfriend and they are planning on getting engaged later this year, married sometime next year, and then we're all going to live together. I really like the guy, but I'm nervous about blending our families. Um, sometimes it just is weird because it feels like my mom is replacing my dad who died in 2016. I know that you have a stepdad and I was wondering if you could give me some advice on what to expect when having a new parent in the house and just stuff like that. Well, first off, sorry. Uh, sorry for your loss. That is, um, that is really sad to hear. Um, and it must be strange, you know, it must be really hard going through that. I mean, I, I was, I pretty much lived my whole life with a stepfather. So I, I, it was never like a big, like drastic change for me. I was like three years old when my parents split up and then my mom started dating my stepdad when I was like four or something. Um, maybe even younger. I don't know. So it was like my whole life. But it remind this question reminds me of that Pete Davidson movie, um, King of Staten Island, and I can only imagine how weird it is for like you know you lose a father, and then your mom is just like, well here's your new dad. That must be crazy. Um, but you got to remember, you know, your mom. How, if you think it's weird and difficult, your mom is having it way harder, you know, because your mom wants is trying to move on. God, you know, bless your mother. She's trying to move on. She's trying to, you know, be happy and find love for herself. And worrying with all the with all the troubles of like a new relationship. Now you got to worry about your kid if they like them. If your step parent, if that guy is going to be good to your kid, like there's so much stress. So give your mom a little bit of a break, and just know that your mom is, you know, she's a human being too. You know, she needs um. She needs companionship, right? So Buffalo, uh, Burrito Bill, I think just give your mom a break. All right, asshole. <laughs> Kidding. Um, no. Dude, I'm so good at advice. <laughs> that's that's not advice. That's dad advice for you, all right? There's some dad advice. Advice about dads. And we'll do one more. All right, we'll do one more question. Okay, so this is from Taco Tammy. So for almost a year now, I've started to feel as if my life is just on loop. Every day is the same thing, and the only joy I ever get is from the imaginary stuff I make up in my head in order to distract myself from my real life. I just want something to change or something exciting to happen, because I'm honestly just tired of absolutely everything being the same, but I don't know how to change it. I don't care what happens, good, bad, or whatever. I'm only 15, so I know I have my future ahead of me, whatever. So this is probably just me overreacting. 
but I'm just really looking for something to happen now, even if it's something small. Any advice on how to get over this? So you're 15, and you think life is boring and redundant and repetitive. Just you wait. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't mean to diminish your feelings or anything like that by being like, you have it so hard because you're young. I'm not saying that at all. Um, no, I think, well, before it was easy to, you know, have, feel like life is good and normal because we could actually do shit. But now because of quarantine, we're literally not allowed to do anything. Um, so it's, I've been feeling the same way. It's like, you know, I have the schedule. I record my podcast on Monday. I upload on Tuesday. I edit. I, re- I, I record a video. I edit it. I post it. And then I do everything all over again. Before touring, I was moving around. I was doing stuff. I was seeing stuff. I was eating stuff. I was just doing everything. <laughs> I was going to Dave and Buster's. It was great. Um, but it's interesting. The thing I read is you, the joy you get is from imaginary stuff you make up in your head. That's good, you know? Turn that into, maybe you could turn that into art, creating, you know? Create, you know, draw it, you know, write a story, um, write, make a video, make a, mo- a short film about it, you know? Do that. Maybe give that a cry, uh, give that a cry because maybe it won't go as well and you'll cry, but give that a try, I mean. Or maybe start a TikTok account where you pretend to be um, a character from a children's movie I mean, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I remembered you're 15. Don't do that. <laughs> That's creepy. Um, I take it back. Um, so yeah, maybe write a story. Try to create, you know? That's a good time to... That's a good way to pass the time. That's what I've been doing. That's my job. But um, but yeah, that's it. And just wait till you get older. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to have it so much harder. You little... I'm becoming the thing that I hate. And that's all good. Um... But we're wrapping it up. We've gone a long time. It's all good. That was episode 111. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know if you want to see the psychic on the podcast. I'll find that DM that I got, and I'll uh, I'll bring her on. Um, As always, send some advice. It's very, really good at Gmail. And, um, yeah, I'll fucking see you next week. Hopefully, there should be a new main channel video up on Friday. It's a new episode video. So hopefully that'll be up by then. If not, it'll be on the weekend. Um, but yeah, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Rate and review. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for 200,000 subscribers, by the way. Holy shit, we just hit 100. Crazy, crazy shit. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Love you. And um, yeah, I'll see, uh, see you next week. Peace out.